Welcome to a special edition of the new and improved Dying Scene Radio. I'm one of your charming hosts, Anarcho-Punk. With me as always in a quest to cover all things punk rock is my buddy Bob. Say howdy, Bob. Hello. Bob. (laughs) Simple task, Bob. I say, say howdy, you say howdy. We're not cowboys. And we're going to get it one of these days. Look, our opening song for this episode was from Mr. Jim Lindbergh's sideband Wraths. That was I'm a Target from their debut LP, mm-hmm. named Wraths. Nice. I love it when they do that. It makes it easy to remember. That one was released last year from uh, our friends over at Bird Attack Records. So, um, as I mentioned, today we have a special episode for you. Because we got our lazy asses out of the city and we drove out to the Inland Empire to San Bernardino for It's Not Dead Fest last weekend. Oh, yes. Where we saw the Pennywise frontman perform that very song. <laughs> nice. What did you think about it, man? Uh, their performance was great. I really enjoyed going out and seeing them. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I hadn't checked out their band before, but I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, they were up there on the main stage, the rotating stage. Um, and uh, I thought uh, they didn't take themselves too seriously. Um, they they really put on a good show. At one point in time, they said uh, they didn't have any more songs to play. They had 10 minutes left, so they said they were going to cover Bro Him for 10 minutes. <laughs> Um, which was hilarious to just hear him make fun of himself. Um, and then they actually went into a cover, though, of um, uh, Nirvana's Breed, which was completely unexpected. Uh, but uh, it was awesome to see the pit go into that because, um, yeah, I don't know. It was Nirvana. It was yeah. awesome to see. I don't think anybody needed to have a reason to start a pit there. It was no. a pretty lively crowd. Yeah, it was awesome. And it was like first thing right when we got there. Everybody woke yeah. everybody up, got everybody yep. going at uh, 1 o'clock. Yeah, they were one of the very first bands. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with the Single Day Festival, uh, like I said earlier, it's held in San Bernardino. Uh, and it's put on by Kevin Lyman and the same group that does uh, Warp Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only in its second year. This was the second It's Not Dead Festival. Um, so the second year, it was 105 degrees. Uh, it, I saw somewhere. Somebody said it. 108. I don't know. The number seems to be growing. Yeah. But I believe the forecasted number was 105, and I it know. definitely got Felt there. like it was like 112. Miserable. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's move this one to the beach next year, Kevin. Uh, so what else did we do that day? Um, so the lineup was impressive 
pretty impressive this year. We had, uh, it was lots of ska, uh, lots of hardcore, lots of street punk from UK. Um, who else played? Yeah, uh, we had, uh, in alphabetical order, The Addicts, <laughs> Bucko 9, Buzzcocks, The Casualties, Channel 3, Down by Law, Flatliners, Guttermouth, uh, Grim, that's completely out of alphabetical order <laughs> now. Uh, Kevin Seconds from 7 Seconds played The Interrupters, played um, Left Alone, Mad Caddies. I mean, I, I'm just going to sit here going on and on. Yeah. Pretty good lineup. And, oh, and for only being in its second year, right? Uh, it seems to be re- really gaining in popularity. There was a huge crowd there. Um, I think uh, you and I estimated it around four or 500,000. Not at all. No, no, absolutely not. It seemed like four or 500,000 people. It, it definitely did. Um, no, I think I did end up reading somewhere a couple of days later that it was 15,000, maybe somewhere around there, which seems a little bit more reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> Still, that place was packed, man. And it kept going. I mean, uh, I thought it was pretty packed as soon as it opened. I was surprised how many people were there. And yeah. I mean, by the end of it, Dropkick Murphys were playing and Rancid was playing. It was yeah. just absolutely packed. It was elbow to elbow. Yeah. Trying to get out back through the crowd from the photo pit was tough. Yeah. And by the way, we've got photos up at um, Instagram on our Instagram page. I was running around in the heat. Uh, check those out. Yeah. Dying scene on Instagram. Put your peepers on them. (laughs) What was your favorite act of the day, Bob? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I feel like that's a hard choice. Uh, I always love seeing Rancid. I think that's my third time seeing Rancid. So that was fun. They uh, played a lot of songs off of Outcome the Wolves, Mm -hmm. um, which is a very classic album. But uh, I don't know. There were a lot of other bands that I hadn't seen before that I got to see for the first time. So... um, Mad Caddies is a band that I've listened to for 15 years, um, and uh, Villains has got to be one of their favorite, my favorite albums from them, and uh, it was really fun to see them. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was, was. It was super enjoyable. I to loved go there and their see them. performance. Their trombone player, uh, I fell in love with him. Yeah. man. he's got energy. <laughs> right. Yeah. I love them. They're really good performance, though. You're right. And I'd never seen them live either. Yeah. Never really been huge into them. Of course, I've heard them a lot, but that was one that I was really surprised. The, the performance really hooked me. Yeah, I wish their crowd was a little bit bigger, though. Um, I think the Interrupters played right before them, which is another ska band. And then all of a sudden, Mad Caddies went on and everybody left. Yeah. But I don't know if uh, I don't know who was playing at the time. I mean, you have big bands competing for crowds yeah. at that point in time. Four stages going all at once. Yeah. So you kind of have to split your time. I think it might have been Reagan Youth ended up going Man. on. So Probably. that kind of explains it. It was um pretty good, pretty good lineup all around. I don't think I miss. I, I think I caught about twenty five of the thirty nine bands. Lucky so. you, you got more knighted. Yeah, it was it was tough. Um, I really enjoyed the um, performance from a Wilhelm scream, but who doesn't? Nice, you know yeah. those guys just come with the energy, man. You cannot stop Nino. Um, I also liked uh, me first and the Gimme Gimme. <laughs> <laughs> Again, who doesn't? They always uh, draw a big crowd. Really good time. Everybody's singing I'm surprised along. how many people are so into their songs, Dude, man. I, I mean, love them. Their cover songs. I it's uh, it's hilarious. But they had a pretty big crowd. The crowd in general was great there. Yeah. Um, the atmosphere was uh, very much that of like what Warp Tour um, would have been like had I been there in the 90s. I did uh, a lot of the early 2000 Warp Tours. But um, yeah, I mean, definitely a punk rock crowd. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot For of sure. good energy. And I didn't see one fight. Uh, I saw one. Did you? Yeah. Okay. It, I think it's up on YouTube. So yeah. That out. Yeah. I think I saw a video later. Like I a mean, hashtag everybody was pretty Instagram friendly, though, in general. It yeah, it was. Very good vibes all around. Good crowd. Yeah. And we actually had some friends there. Um, our buddy Micah uh, from Agro Mucho 
here. He was playing um, with uh, the Grim. That's right. Put on a kick-ass performance. I think they were on the fourth stage too. Yeah. Uh, but they drew a pretty big crowd. Yeah. There was a nice, nice little group of people there to watch their performance. Um, so that was pretty cool. I also like, you know, a lot of the smaller bands is kind of the. the cabinet I fit in. Um, I like Toxic Energy, who's a, re a really new band. I don't even think they have much out at this point, but uh, they put on a great show, too. Very cool. Uh, what other stuff did you see? And, and we didn't. We kind of split up and we're yeah, we split all up over for, the place. Did you see anything interesting? Um, I know, uh, we saw that one girl. Was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was, uh, I think she had imbibed a little too much alcohol. Did she was passed out on the lawn for a few hours, and then uh, the ambulance uh, guys, the EMTs, came over and poked her with a stick for a few <laughs> minutes before she got up. I wanted, big post, big <laughs> I wanted to go over there and interview her afterwards. I feel like that would have been a great that interview. That would have been really yeah. good. That would have been a good picture for um, passed out punks on Instagram. <laughs> right? I love their page. Uh, so look, let's get on with the show. We've talked enough. Let's play some fucking music, let's do man. It. Uh, one of the performances I dug the most uh, at the show, actually, it was when I was chilling out in the shade, uh, taking a breather, was Left Alone. We could hear them playing. Uh, and they're actually from the Inland Empire, so awesome. they were right there, right at home in yeah. the heat. Uh, I was hating myself and hating the day, so what better song to play? This one's Left Alone, Hate the Day, from the EP of the same name. up unit f with direct action now from their last album comes the day 
What's up? This is Bob with Dying Scene. Uh, we are here at It's Not Dead Festival 2017 with the Flatliners. How's check, it going, guys? Check, 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 check. My mic, my mic, my mic. Good, man. Yeah. I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Scott. Chris, yeah. what are you doing in the band? a good time. I sing and play guitar. Sing and yeah. play guitar? Yeah. Scott? Uh, Scott plays guitar and sometimes sings. Sometimes sings. Sometimes refers to himself in the third person. <laughs> Scott drinks too much and screws up on stage, too. <laughs> Did Story Scott band. do that today? Did that fucking happen today, dude? The fuck? <laughs> It was like, I played it like one, so yeah. That'd be a, that'd be an issue if that was true. Jesus, man. How'd it go for you guys today? It was, it was great, man. It was it was it was hot. We were we were cooking up yeah. there for sure. But it was you know half hour set, man. At this point, like it's funny, like we have a lot of songs to choose from at this point. So yeah. a thirty minute set is kind of rare. Always enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, man. Especially just... in a setting like this where it's unbearably hot on stage. You right. Know? It's, it was nice. You get up there, you kill it, and then... Yeah, I'd imagine there's something Please. nice about a quick set. You get up and yeah. go, and then you get to hang out and yeah. do stuff like this. Absolutely, man. Right? Good riddance for like 40 minutes, man. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, man, get it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, a lot Sometimes of the main It takes you like 20 minutes to really start feeling it, and then, and then you're done, right? So <laughs> today was the opposite. I couldn't feel anything after the first like 10, 15 minutes. Because of the heat or what? Yeah, just like... It it's like, over 100. It was, like a, it was like a whiteout in my brain. <laughs> Where are you guys from? Toronto. Okay, so yeah. it doesn't get hot, that hot like in Toronto. This, man. This is it gets hot, but not, not like this. No, this no is way. Crazy, yeah. man. This is nuts. So, is this your first time down around California in the midst of the summer like this? Uh, no. You guys have done the Warp Tour before, right? Yeah, we, we years played, like, ago. We played the Phoenix date on the Warp Tour. That I think was... that was probably the hottest we've ever experienced. Yeah. Weather. That was eat. nuts. Nobody died on stage. You're all still no, here, man. so that's no. good. We got close, though. John, our bass player, John, has like terrible asthma that like flares up yeah. sometimes. I don't know, flare up is the way you put it. That seems dramatic. So, he's pulling out his uh, inhaler on stage. But he, like, right, he's such a nice dude as well. Like, right after we finished playing that Phoenix show, those years ago, these kids were like, "What's up, man? Like, how you doing? Those, those are good show, whatever." And he's like, "Thanks a lot, thanks a lot." Like, can't even. We're like, "John, like, just take your fucking puffer, dude." Yeah, it's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, Fans first, man. Fans first. That's awesome. I got it for for John, man. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your band. Well, Scott. That's all you need to know. Thank you. <laughs> we are a band from Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Sure. Been together for fucking 15 years now. We're not even 30. So that is, if you can do the math, which is tough, I know, but it's like, it's like more than half our lives right there. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, it's pretty wild. I'll have to trust that math because I can't do it. I just guessed. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, just put a new record. We did. Inviting Light came out April 7th on All right. Rise Records. Yeah, have you guys been? Uh, you guys have been touring the album. Oh, I'm assuming buddy, since then. Yeah. The record's available at every record store on earth. Probably uh, a couple of them, to be honest. But. Yeah, a couple record stores on earth. Uh, <laughs> Online everywhere, though. Yeah. 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 It's available on the internet everywhere you go. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Absolutely, man. Yeah, we've been out since like the end of March, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Nice. A couple breaks here and there, but yeah, road dogging it pretty. When hard, you guys yeah. get the breaks, you head back home. What do you guys do on your breaks? I go back to work. <laughs> what do you do? I deliver beer. Okay, that's fucking awesome. Do you ever Is get it? tips in beer? <laughs> uh, they, sometimes the company tips me with beer. Yeah. So that, I'll take that, yeah. Free beer. You can't Free say uh, anything yeah. bad about that. I, um, I used to go back to work, and now yeah. I've had a little uh, sabbatical, let's call it. Yeah. yeah. I work at a bar where he delivers beer to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't been there in a little while. Uh, That's nice, but they're, they're awesome. Nice. Yeah, they're great. So now I just do nothing. It's really nice when we get home. Yeah. Are you, do you feel nothing. like you guys are getting to a place where you can do nothing and relax? Or? Well, money-wise, 
no. Like, like I just mean like, Same yeah. <laughs> you know, like every every day on tour, like especially after you've been a band like we have for a while, and like you have friends most places you go, and yeah. it's a lot of fun, and you know, but it can take a lot out of you. you yeah, know what I mean, like, and, and and then on top of all that, like socializing and having fun and traveling and sleeping in weird places and stuff, like you have a show to play. Right. You know what I mean? So it can take it can drain you for sure. Uh, I used to when we would go home, like go right back to work at the bar the next night we meet up with fucking friends and like go out and get hammered and stuff like right like just get back into the right. home party like now that the tour party was done and now man I just fucking cruise home and <laughs> close the blinds and just chill for not like Brian Wilson or anything I'm not like you know I'm not I'm not I, I know I caught your eye like I'm, I'm okay <laughs> no but you know I just take some time to yeah. recharge fully man especially guys, summer tours dude shit man there's a lot going on do you have any hobbies when you're back home like besides relaxing video games or hiking uh, snowboarding shit like that snowboard a little bit I'll play yeah. hockey sometimes in the winter nice yeah um, who's your team the Toronto Maple Leafs alright the Maple Leafs yeah trying to think i went up uh, last year to calgary and i caught uh calgary is flames right yep. yeah caught yeah, a flames yeah. game on yeah. uh, new year's eve that was badass cool. and yeah. anywhere in canada where you go to a hockey game you're gonna have a good time I it's think. not it's... like california man no, um, I know. as soon as they drop the Our puck teams lose <laughs> 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 well we just have so much money we fucking throw at it you know sure do. But like, so, you mean like the vibe was the vibe as soon yeah. as you drop the puck i've been to two games up there one in vancouver and one in calgary as soon as they drop the puck man it's like a third quarter here yeah, yeah. you know like everybody's yeah, going nuts yeah. and they're into it the whole time here when you go to a hockey game yeah. everybody's on their phone for the first two quarters and then third quarter <laughs> once they're down to business like people are into it so. yeah for some reason on tour though like we've been through la and gone to we've been to two kings two games, kings games yeah, that, yeah. Like, we've never been to any maybe because it's cheaper but we've never been to any other hockey game yeah. I, think, or, I, I think that's think. right I don't think we've ever been it's only in else. LA we'll go to a game if you're in Anaheim Ducks games are a little cheaper okay. than uh, okay. than the Kings and I yeah. mean yeah. the Ducks are still pretty good they fucking blow it every year and the great playoffs. Canadian players man it's, they do uh, that's the other thing too like you you're pretty you'd be hard pressed to go see a game in in the states without any Canadians on the ice <laughs> yeah right, so, right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. I used to skate, but, like, years and years ago, I can't, I don't anymore, because, like, if I'm clumsy, and if I fall and hurt myself, then we can't, I can't play guitar. I hear ya. It sucks. I got the fear in me now, so I can't, like, really do it, but I love it still. I don't have that many hobbies, man. Like, I just, music's my life, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Do you write a majority of the music, then, when you're off, if you're playing guitar and shit? It depends, like... I don't know. Yeah, I guess like rip, riffs will pop up and like little bits will pop up on the road. Yeah. But it's pretty rare that like a fully formed song is like sometimes it just appears, not usually on tour. Uh, you know, we, we, we don't jam on tour either. Right. You know what I mean? So like, there's no yeah, time for it. No, like there's, it's ironic because there's a lot of fucking downtime on tour. But you don't want to do that when you're, yeah. you know, you can you can go walk around the city you're in. You're only going to be there for fucking eight hours anyways. Right. Like, might as well see something. But little bits pop up here and there. You know, you're always with your guitar, so it's yeah, it's easy to get them down if they if they come to fruition. Yeah. But usually time at home is when we can focus on writing and putting it all together. Really. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Talking of uh, tours, uh, who has been your favorite band to tour with so far? I mean, we've been lucky over the years, man. Um. I'll just shout out another band that's at this festival who are great friends with us that we'd love to tour with. Wilhelm Scream. Yeah. Nice. We're yeah. probably up there for sure. Yeah, we did a lot of touring with those dudes. Yeah. 
done a lot with lag wagon which, awesome. was, which was a trip at first because obviously like we're like 29 years old yeah. and we grew up on that band yeah. and that was pretty trippy when that first started and then we ended up spending like a whole year on tour with them like, we went like everywhere with them does that was... change your perspective on the band at all i mean like i grew up yeah. listening to lag wagon myself like let's talk about feeling was such a classic album right. for me yeah, it's absolutely. like you know uh, an icon for my teenage years yeah and i don't know it just seems weird like if i were to tour with that band and then become friends with them does it lose, right. lose its value does the value change um, i feel Every like day that goes by on tour i feel like you know it becomes more normal yeah at yeah. first you're out there and you're like oh oh dude this is, absolutely this is man insane. the first time we ever toured no effects you know we're yeah. like or like when we signed to fat before we went out with no effects we were like talking to mike about records and shit we're like this is fucked up dude. yeah like <laughs> no it didn't make right? any sense but with the lag wagon thing in particular and what I'm about to say can be applied to so many other bands, and that's, I think, why we're really lucky to have met a lot of the bands that we grew up on. Because, like, we've been we've been really lucky that, like, none of them have been dicks. Yeah. Like, like for real. Like, in all the years we spent on the road playing with bands who, like, had a pretty good hand in inspiring us to play this kind of music. Yeah. It's hard to find someone who sucks. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, I bet. So every day with Lagwagon just kind of started to feel like we were hanging out with like our big brothers or yeah. something you know what I mean and like they have great stories they're super fun they live this fucking shit to the fullest like, right they've been a band for a long time and if they it's kind of inspiring because like then you see a, you're like if that band can be fucking doing this like I think they've been a band for like 20 Five years, maybe? Like they're pretty old. Over, <laughs> yeah, over twenty. Oh, for sure. Either way, man, if they're they're still enjoying it, and they're still yeah. doing it. That's. I mean, you guys are well on your way, right? How many albums do you guys have out now? Five. Five, five. and you guys have been releasing about one every two years consistently. Two, three, maybe. Yeah. Three, only because we tour so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then, yeah. I mean, I would imagine I see you guys in the same position in another 10 years as Lagwagon right That's now, very continuing nice. to tour. And, Thanks, man. Yeah. Well, you know, again, like, it's it, it comes with getting to know these bands, and you see a lot of these legacy bands, people call them, as just people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they all, they all have their struggles and their trials and tribulations, their good days and bad days, but pretty fucking cool we're gonna go on tour with your heroes man. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. that's awesome yeah um who are your guys' biggest influences that changes all the time i think what are some of your oldest influences i mean when we first started like it was rancid pretty much yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, here we are yeah. playing with them it's not dead is this the first time you guys are sharing a stage with them no no we played with them in toronto probably 10 years ago now i think probably 10 years ago and uh Cool House in Toronto yeah. was them in H2O. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that was maybe it. Yeah, I think that's the only two. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But I mean, they were a huge one. I mean, you know, like us being born in 87. Yeah. You know, when like How Come the Wolves was coming out. You know, we were like eight years old or whatever, right? Like seven, eight years old, but like it was, it made its mark. Yeah, for sure. You know, did you and ever then you go back uh, and discover the first two fucking records, which are awesome? And yeah, then, you know, just on the later yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, man. Crazy. Did you guys mess with Operation Ivy at all? Absolutely. Well, that's the other thing. So like, you start with Rancid, then you go back to their first two records, and then you go back to Operation yeah. Ivy, and then from there, I mean, when we first started this band, it was like Rancid, Op Ivy. Like choking victim left over crack, the whole crack rock steady thing from New York, and like the suicide machines, right. and all that kind of shit, and like bad religion, and I think I think Scott and I both probably got into a lot of punk from like watching like skate and snowboard videos back in the day. Yeah, of course. It was all like fat and epitaph stuff. Yeah. Like, but it was that's how it was, I got it into it. Was leaning it was... real heavy on the Scott punk stuff back yeah. in the day for us. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah, yeah. Very cool. It was a great scene back where we come from too in Toronto. 
just north, like in the Burbs, there's a town called Newmarket that had a really, really fantastic ska punk scene. Yes, it was. <laughs> so that definitely helped a lot too, just being with kids, going to shows, local shows, yeah. seeing other people do it that were just like us, you know, that, yeah. that really helped us out a lot, I think. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't that it made it seem more attainable, it was just like... I don't know. It just like you were just like, well, fuck it. Like we don't have to feel so nervous about doing it or right. like, whatever. You know what I mean? Because we weren't even from this town, so it was like we were like outlanders, like coming yeah. in, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see what was going on. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Very man. Cool. That was a good. That was a good place to come up, though. Yeah, yeah, that scene. So, what are some of your other influences? So we got Rancid out there. What else? I mean, you guys all said some bands. of the crack rock steady. All those bands, yeah, all those bands we were talking about. That's what like about influences outside of punk rock? There's a lot of those too. Yeah, yeah, man, that changes all the time. I mean, like Rocket from the Crypt and Hot Snakes and all the Swami bands and stuff are yeah. a big one for us. You can you can easily tie that to the punk world too. Yeah. Outside of punk, I mean, there's I don't know like that new Ryan Adams record's really great and there's bands like Wilco and there's you like Deer Tick a lot and like oh there's Deer Tick is there a band called Deer Tick too yeah so Scott loves Deer Tick Deer Tick I don't like Deer Tick (laughs) that's the headline (laughs) Deer Hunter sorry I don't know the Strokes like are really cool and like even like we we got to play a show with the Hives a few years ago which is more of like a modern like you can tie it to the punk world but they're such a rock and roll band dude like that was fucking cool we started this year off touring with Weezer across Canada. Hey, that's fucking cool. Fucking yeah. mind-blowing. They were a band that, you know, while we were young, probably before we even got into all this punk thing, like, you know, we would hear the Blue album on the radio. Right. And yeah, for sure. I had their tape, you know? Yeah. So that was definitely a very early influence on just music in general. For sure, man. You know, wanting to pick up a guitar and play music. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Uh, cool. John, our bass player, listens to a lot of hip-hop. He likes Nas. He likes... Yeah. He likes uh, Big L. And you he said likes... he's a bass player, right? Yeah. That's where he brings right, the funk dude, from, right? Dude, yeah. He bass has to get groovy. That shit. That's awesome. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, were you guys any, uh, in any bands previously that we can find online somewhere? No, this is our first band. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the band that formed to this band had a band. We had a... We're called Short Notice. We put out an EP. You just came out and said the name. Did we do an EP? No, no. We no. never released anything. We, never, we had a t-shirt. So there's nothing t-shirt. we can find online of the band. Uh, yeah. What about videos or anything on YouTube? No, nothing? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because actually, so our 15th anniversary of our first show is coming up in a few weeks. And I was okay. like looking around for like footage from our very first show. And like, I can't even find that. Yeah. So I, I don't think you'd find any fucking <laughs> short notice shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fun for fans, though, to dig through and find that Absolutely. shit. It doesn't matter how good no, it is. True, like, true, yeah. if you guys ever find something, you should put it online because yeah, people be don't funny. care if they like you. Like, they want to hear that of shit. Of course, man. You know? Fortunately, we're still in our high school band. Yeah. So we can <laughs> easily go back and just know, download just the still, first album. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, speaking of downloads, Spotify, Apple uh, Music, all that shit, how do you guys think that's affected your guys' status as a band? I mean, if this were 20 years ago and you guys were coming up, CD sales would be probably a much bigger part of your income, right? Oh, it would right? be a fucking monster. Yeah, dude. Like that, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 it might just be the fact that like it's it's happened, so it, you can't do anything about it, you whatever. Can't. But like... You know, I I back it. Yeah. I, I use Spotify all the time. Awesome. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I think I think that it's never been easier to reach people with music. It's never been easier to start a band and get your music out there, and also like book a tour yeah. and do this and that. And like, 
you know, it would be cool to sell some fucking records and shit, but at the same time, like, what's way more fun than just sitting around and waiting for someone to go to a store and buy your album is yeah. to go play a show and yeah. show people that you have music. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Do you not, guys we're not trying to Lars Ulrich this situation. Here, <laughs> Snaps are still fucking. <laughs> so um, a majority of your income then does that come from the touring, the merch, a little bit of both? It's it's. I think I think every band now is it's mostly merch. Like the, yeah. the money you get paid to play a show is largely just like goes to facilitating the tour. Yeah, it costs a lot of fucking money to do a tour yeah. sometimes. You know what I mean? Like for us, like on this one, we're like flying in and out from Canada to do the show. We rented a van and gear and all this stuff it adds up quick but you know you do it because shows are fun and yeah that's just and you're you investing got, in the future it's just like what you band. gotta do too i mean there's kind of no way around it but yeah, yeah mer- i think for every band that merch is the deal yeah yeah because especially even big bands who get paid a lot more their expenses are fucking so much higher as well right. right so it's all pretty relative i think yeah gotcha very cool um let's see we talked about your biggest influences your band all that stuff um do you guys have any guilty pleasure music <laughs> Oh, buddy. Sure. Yeah. I think I'm fading on the That's the thing. Like, I I listen to some shit that people be like, what? What really? wouldn't you be caught but dead gu- listening not, to? I like, I don't feel guilty. What wouldn't like, you be caught dead listening to, though, here, though? But if the, you guys were inside like? hanging out and... Yeah. Something that you turn on where you'd be fucking embarrassed if someone came around the corner from... I don't know if there is anything, man. Yeah? Like, I'm trying to go through it right now. Like, I mean, my friends know that I like some pretty cheesy music. <laughs> I don't know. Well, like, I don't know. I'm, like, a big, like, John Mayer fan. Okay. Like, I'm cool to admit that. Yeah. Dude fucking rips on guitar, <laughs> has the voice of an angel, seems super fucking cool. Yeah. And, yeah, so... All right. Whatever. I'll take it. John Mayer, dude. I'm going to throw you guys some quick-fire questions. There's just okay. a few of them here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we'll wrap it up. When you guys are on the road, what's your favorite road snack? Ooh, have to be tacos. <laughs> what was it? Tacos. Tacos. <laughs> That's not quite a road snack. <laughs> Stopping and going. You'd be, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah. You ever seen this guy eat a fucking taco before, man? Do you have a preference? Jack in the Box, Taco Bell, Del Taco? Yeah. Fuck, I love Jack in the Box. Yeah. This guy I loves love Jack in the Box. <laughs> I love it. It's the best chain. It's not the best chain. <laughs> it is. Chain. I back it 100%. I feel so uncultured asking this right now, but do you guys have Jack in the Box where you guys are from? We most certainly do not. Okay. No. All right. The biggest gripe of Scott Brigham living in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Two tacos for a dollar, guys? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Oh. The hot sauce is pretty good that comes it's with like it. It's like fucking too. rat meat or something. <laughs> Does it matter? Yeah, you like it. Yeah. What, uh, what was your first punk CD purchase? First Ooh, punk album. Shit. Purchase. First, first punk CD purchase. I mean, uh, not CD, but I went to get Outcome the Wolves. Okay. When, like when it came out on tape. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There like, you go. I'll the take day, it. The, if not the day it came out, the week it came out. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How my did you hear about dri- it? My mom drove me to the mall. Well, this was when, like, the music video, the first single would, you know, come out, like, two months before the yeah. record would come out. And I would see the video all the time. Yeah. For, was it Ruby Soho or Time Bomb? Uh, think, they had one for think, Time Bomb. I think Ruby Soho was the first one, though, maybe. Okay. I could be wrong. But it was one of those two, obviously. Yeah. And uh, I would see that video all the time on Much Music in Canada. And I would hear the song on the radio all the time. Uh, and, yeah, so, like, when it was coming around and coming out, my mom drove me to the mall. Very cool. Bought it with my own fucking money, dude. Shit. If you guys <laughs> could set up a dream tour, pick three other bands to go on tour with. Is this, like, Alive or Dead, or is this Alive? <laughs> alive. Alive. Damn dream Right now, tour. who would it be? So three bands in addition to ours? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, Rocket from the Crypt should be on that list. Yeah. I'll throw them on there. It's 
too tough. This is really tough. <laughs> Alive. Rock from the crypt. Throw some dead ones in there too. Well, then you could just fucking the be Beatles. like the band, the band, the Beatles, the Clash, man. Here we go. We're done. Uh, rock over the crypt, hot snakes, and drive like Jehu. There you go. All right, nice. Triple duty for all speedo up there. Right? <laughs> Shit. What was the first show that you went to? <laughs> Mine's fucking embarrassing. I went to go see Weird Al. A nice. Yankovic. That's not, not, not embarrassing. Not embarrassing, but like fan, fans of the band, like that was your first show. You probably have a lot of um, listeners where that's yeah. their first fucking show, too. Yeah, that's true. That, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, thanks, man. I yeah, appreciate. it. Of course. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic. John and I, our bass player, went to Canada's Wonderland, like an yeah. amusement park. Yeah. Near where we grew up, with my mom. Yeah. Yeah, man. Would you go see him again? I would for sure. Yeah. Is he still tour? I know he makes records. Yeah, he still. does. Okay, uh-huh. cool, cool. Yep. What was your? I think Sharon, Lois, and Bram might have been the first one, and it, it fucking it made a really big impact on my life, guys. That's sick. Yeah, That's check like them out. Very Give it a Google. Yeah, smash a Google box. <laughs> it's like, what is it? It's like, it's like uh, a Raffy type thing. Yeah, it's just like made for kids. Yeah. 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 Also yeah. No, I think Raffy's like Egyptian, isn't he? I think he's from Egypt. Yeah. I think he's a worldly soul. Yeah, I'm not sure. On to the next one. Oh, right. Sorry. Rapid <laughs> fire. Right. <laughs> um, if you had to pick one other band to be in, who's currently on tour and currently playing music, what band would you want to be in? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> That's your quote. It's too hot to think. I don't know, man. Current bands. I'm gonna keep it more of in friend zone, and I would want to be in Dead to Me. Cool. Cause that band's fucking sick, dude. What about you? Fuck yeah, they are. Um... You could kill him and take his spot in yeah, Dead to Me. Yeah, I'm gonna take his spot in nice. Dead to Me. Yeah. Wait, in Ultra, the Flatliners? <laughs> Ultra Abuse are fucking oh, doing some beauty nice. things right now. I, I'd love to play in that band. Very cool. One day, once I can get out of this thing, so. You're here first, Culture Abuse. Hit up your boy here. Absolutely. Those are both good answers. Um, Last question here. What's the worst job you've ever had? Oh, man. I worked at a coffee shop for like a week, two weeks maybe, until I got my first paycheck. And then I told them I had to go on tour for a month, and they fired me. But it was just a really bad job. No, yeah. no one liked me. I didn't like any of them. What was the deal if you got one free coffee per shift? No, I got half off a coffee per shift. Half so off? Like, yeah. Or if I, coffee if I, if I drank it there, anything. it was free. If I took it to go, I had to pay like 50 cents. Yeah, that's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I think the worst job I ever had was, it was a temp job, so it was only for a week. Okay. But it was with our drummer, Paul. And I'm sure he would say that this was probably his worst job ever, too. We just made popcorn for a week straight. Yeah. Like, eight hours a day, minus of, like, a 15-minute break. Were you at the movies or something? It was or? a film. It was a, for the, yeah, for the Toronto International Film Festival. Okay. We were, like, we were basically, like, just, like, scrunched into a corner of this, like, beautiful, huge uh, theater in Toronto. Yeah. On, behind these fucking baffles and shit. Just, like, <laughs> a little room just to make popcorn in. We didn't, yes, we didn't sell it. We didn't serve it. We just made it. But you... Yeah, that's true. I held the door. I held the door open for Naomi Watts, who was very nice. Uh, and nice. Uh, Keanu Reeves walked past Paul and I at one point, uh, <laughs> and he was eating the popcorn. And we were like, Keanu, and we're like, we made that popcorn. Awesome. He was like, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of one more question: Who's the worst DJ when you guys are on the road? The worst DJ? Yeah. Who do you know. not want touching the stereo? <laughs> I know, this is, this could be very revealing. It should be. I mean, listen. No, I don't have an answer. I just mean like, yeah, yeah. Just, 
I don't know. Shoot to me straight, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think everyone's a pretty good DJ, yeah. to be honest. Okay. Like, that's why it's so You guys hard. sound pretty eclectic in your taste. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, like... You definitely know what's coming with certain people. For sure. What they're going to yeah, play. Yeah. yeah. John, John likes to throw on all, like, thrashy, fast stuff. Yeah. But, like, I mean, you know, because he wants to listen to something that's going to, like, keep his blood pumping while he's driving. Right. You Get know? him in the mood. Um, I like driving really slow stuff. Yeah. I don't like driving fast music. It gives me a headache. Yeah. So I put on slow stuff, and then everyone falls asleep. Yeah. That's the thing with driving, though. You got to get your music to get you in the, yeah. the mood. Whatever, and, whatever uh, works for you. Go with the roads. Yeah. So I've become a big podcast guy in the last year What do you listen to? Two. Well, I'll tell you this much. I won't put it on while I'm driving, because I think everyone else would be pretty bummed. <laughs> I think I'd quickly become the worst DJ. I like You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes. I like there's a okay. really good... Uh, He's a like, stand-up comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a really good skateboarding podcast called The Nine Club. Chris I haven't Robert's listened to that really one. Good. I'll check that out. I like Mark Maron. You know, I yeah. like. Uh, I he's like, had a lot of really good interviews dude, on there. I mean, yeah, man. There's a reason that he's still going strong. Right. It's a good show. Right. I mean, shit. There's a really good podcast from Canada called Taggart and Torrens. Okay. Uh, it's like a comedy podcast, like sketch comedy kind yeah. of stuff. Those are those are probably my top four. Cool. Yeah. yeah, man. All right. Do you listen to any podcasts? Or that's it. You don't fuck with no. Them, right? <laughs> <laughs> you go to sleep when he turns that on. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I drive, you know, for a living on tour and back home and. It's yet to be something that I've busted into. Yeah. yeah Maybe one day. It's it, great. Really it passes the time, man. That's, that's, that's the issue. That's the thing, man. Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta step in cheap and get that, you know, get that, pay the extra dollar. You get the iPad phone. <laughs> as big as your face. You don't have an old iPod from, like, you know, 10 years ago? I do. <laughs> no excuse anymore, guys. No, no excuse. Zero, dude. Where do I start? This well, is Scott's podcast. He's just <laughs> flipping the script on you. We'll have you on. What do I listen to podcast-wise? Yeah. Um, podcast-wise, I listen to a lot of different shit. There's yeah. one called Common Sense from Dan Carlin. It's a political podcast. Okay. Okay. Um, sort of a libertarian, but he's more like, hey, this is why both sides are wrong on everything. Okay. And he just looks at issues people don't talk about, which is fantastic. Like the um, other side of the story? <laughs> yeah. Like everyone's arguing about fucking health care here in America. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that he says is like, look at the, you know, how much the pharmaceutical companies are charging for shit. Sure. Like, that's what we should be outraged against. Uh, you know, let's stop fighting each other. So yeah. I don't like to get too into politics on this. No, fair but, enough, um, no, but hey, man, I mean, like, it's, it, it absolutely is. And, like, now it's given so many people, I mean, maybe some people who don't know what really what they're doing and just, you know, are yeah. doing it just to fucking do it. But, you know, people like that who can actually inform some folks. Yeah. Why not? Dude? So he's also got a history podcast, Hardcore History. Cool. I listen to Joe Rogan. Um, oh, yeah. That's kind of, like, what got me into it. He's hit or miss. Um, but he introduces you to a lot of great people. He's had, like, Pete Holmes on, yeah, Ari Shafir. Um, he's had, I think he's had Mark. Marin on. I know they had B for a while. Bill Burr. <laughs> oh, so, shit. like, you get to hear all the other uh, comedians, yeah, you know, dude. go on there and it introduces you to a lot of people. Big time. Yeah. Cool. So, anyways, guys, thanks. I won't keep you. Hey, you guys man. have been here for Thank fucking much, an hour and a half doing interviews and shit. <laughs> I really appreciate I've been it. having to piss this, like, since we got here. Oh, that was you. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Go piss. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man.
Despite that one was Flatliners with Human Party Trick from their newest album. That one just came out in April, mm -hmm. uh, Inviting Light. Incredible interview, Bob. Was that your first Thanks. one, second one? That was my second yeah. one. The first one was about uh, an hour earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent job. And you were Thanks, not prepared man. one bit. I wasn't prepared at all. I just kind of did it off the cusp. I had another interview lined up that <laughs> fell through. Um, and so we needed to get something. And they were kind enough to come over and hang out with me. Yeah. Those guys sound really cool, dude. They seriously were some of the coolest guys that I've met. Like... For that being my second interview, they really made me feel at ease. It was just like hanging out with some of my friends. Um, and, uh, you know, we shot the shit. We talked about, um, it's like what podcasts we listen to, <laughs> um, besides Dying Scene Radio, of course. Because, you know, I get in my car and turn myself on and listen to it. Mm. Turn myself on in many ways. That's appealing. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were really awesome guys, man. Um, Seriously. Friendly I, Canucks. Yeah. They're always nice, aren't they? Right? I've never met an a angry Canadian. Yeah. I'm sure there are some. <laughs> There's a few. Um, but uh, at any rate, um, it was really great. I'm definitely going to try and catch up with them the next time they're out in Los Angeles. Yeah, and uh, everybody else, uh, I don't know if... Uh, check out the story on Dying Scene. We just posted it, I think, today. Um, but the Flatliners uh, have announced a karaoke competition. This is pretty cool. Uh, they're calling all of their fans to upload videos of themselves covering the song indoors on youtube so you upload your video of you that's gonna coming. be awful yeah it's gonna be a shit show <laughs> but i encourage everybody to get shit faced and do that hell yeah uh information is over on i think you and i should get shit faced i don't think do we should, i don't think that would be good for anybody um but you can even download an instrumental version of the song so all you have to oh, do really? is just sing it yeah yeah you oh, got yeah. everything you need go nice. over to dyingscene.com download the instrumental track chug uh, as many beers as you can while it's downloading and then record yourself singing indoors and send it in <laughs> and send us a copy too you i'd like to see that the next william hung <laughs> from american idol all right more music i'm tired of talking to you bob let's listen to toxic energy like i said earlier they were one of my favorites yeah. uh this next one uh was from their demo ep which just came out last month brand new band this is go away Let's get out of here. Stop it, and I don't 
2017 with Buck09. How's it going, guys? Great, yeah, great. What time are you guys on tonight? Uh, 6 p.m. You guys are on at 6 p.m. And yeah. uh, how did you guys get hooked up with this festival? I don't know, actually. <laughs> I yeah. think we just got asked to do it. Nice. Through our, maybe Kevin Lyman after Book Nation. Okay. Or he Who does all the booking? Or Book submitted us to, you know, I don't know. You guys got your own agent set up. Yeah, Dave. Okay, cool. Dave over at Covert. Nice. Handles our stuff really well. Booking us for the last ever since we stopped touring <laughs> ever since you stopped touring that's awesome um so do you guys have plans for a tour coming up yes uh january we're going out with mustard plug for about a week or so fuck yeah, yeah. we're at california vegas phoenix kind of california southwest oh yeah so, i'll be yeah. there um when's the last time you guys have toured with mustard plug uh, it's been about 10 years or more. Oh, yeah? We did a handful of shows with them. That should uh, be a great show. Three or four shows? Yeah. Are you guys pretty big fans of theirs? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. They're, they're like peers of ours. So, yeah. You know, similar, similar time frame, similar kind of yeah. upbringing, if you will. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not being in a band that tours and does all that shit, um, when you guys have bands that are, are peers of yours, I mean... What's it like? I mean, do you get into those bands and you listen to them on a regular basis, or do you listen to bands that like you kind of grew up with? Uh, do you guys have favorites that you toured with that it's an album that you guys will put on? Yeah, I mean, the the first couple of Suicide Machines records, I'd say, because we had heard of them, and then we did a tour with them, uh -huh. and then we really get, when you tour with the band, you get to know them. Yeah. And if you if you become friends with them, and you see them night after night, and you kind of know what these guys are doing is from the heart, it's yeah. real, and you kind of get a, an appreciation for the music yeah. that they're doing, so that kind of sticks with you. Very cool. You know? uh, yeah, bands like that, Voodoo Glow Skulls, because we've played many shows with them over the years. Yeah. You know, so, and some of these bands, I was listening to before Buck and Nine was even a band. Yeah, that's fucking you know? awesome. And it was like, oh my gosh, now we're getting to play with these guys. You know? Does that so. change your perspective uh, on a band at all? Once you've like grew up listening to them and then you play a show with them, does that feel a little bit different? No, it's pretty cool. We've been we kind of started when we were really young, so we've kind of been doing that since the beginning. Yeah. And um, playing shows with the bands and guys you love, it's just it's, it's really cool. That's fucking awesome. Um, and then yeah, just becoming friends with a lot of people is probably the best part about the whole gig. Yeah. 
What's one of yeah. you guys' uh, closest bands that you've toured with? Who have you guys become the best, you know, or closest of friends with on the road? Voodoo Glow Skulls. Oh, yeah? And they're here tonight, right? Yeah. What time are they on? I think five, I want to say five or se- no, seven. They're on a seven o'clock. Do you guys ever talk about like hopping on stage with them and playing some songs together or anything? We've talked about it, but we never got it together because our trombone player, Dan, was touring with them for uh-huh. the last three or four years now. Yeah. He's not now, but um, so and we've always thought, yeah, we should do a song like uh, Charlie Brown or something, you know? Yeah. But we've never just got her actually because we just we just hang out and drink yeah. beer. And, oh, yeah, we need to learn that song. You know? <laughs> Back in January, we did a uh, 12-day tour with them okay. on the West Coast. The, yeah. And uh, that probably would have been the perfect time yeah. if any. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that tour just became so like dangerous and, yeah. and exhausting when we just Yeah, we had so much bad weather. It was like getting from Idaho, Boise to Seattle and all that northwest. It was when one of the worst storms in 20 it was a 20 year yeah. storm hit so the whole time we're just like white knuckling it trying to get from town to town yeah and everything else flew out the wayside yeah. <laughs> hoping we wouldn't get trapped or blocked yeah. off from the next show or yeah other or some other kind of disaster bad. yeah <laughs> gotcha hey when you guys are on the road um who is the worst dj in the band I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you put on? Uh, they kind of get sick. I mean, you know, I, I like I like some Frank Turner when I'm driving. Yeah. Um, I do like um, Frank Turner from Million Debt, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. And we like Frank Turner. Don't get me wrong. But I'll, I'll I'll have the tendency to like just play a whole playlist, like four albums uh-huh. worth, and the guys will just be like, "Dude, can we switch it up?" <laughs> you know. So that's probably me. Are you like listening to the whole albums from front to finish? Uh, no, like my favorite playlist. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's probably like 60 songs long. Yeah. (laughs) That's hilarious. 60 songs, yeah. Oh, Andy's driving again. The other day we were listening to um, Classics of Love. Yeah, from uh, Jesse Michaels. Yeah, and, and, um, you know, while John, he hadn't heard of them, and he was stoked listening to them, after, like, the whole album, he was like, can we switch up the music, dude? (laughs) What do you guys think about that album? I love it. I think it's great. It sounds like pre-Operation Ivy stuff. Um, And the lyrics are still fantastic. I mean, um, I wasn't too into Common Rider. I don't know if it was the music or the lyrics or what, but when I turned on Classics of Love, man, that hit me and stuck with me pretty quickly. I really liked Common Rider, but the Classics of Love threw it in a totally different direction right? like past operate like the other direction from Operation Ivy. So I think we get a nice spectrum of Jesse's yeah. stuff with those three songs. Yeah, yeah I hope he ends up doing another album. I'd be stoked if he did. We went to, to his art show a few weeks ago. I don't think he was there. I didn't see him, but it was down in Long Beach, and uh, they they just had a, oh, bunch cool. of, a bunch of punk rockers who do art and shit, and some of his work was there. I was hoping to meet him, but I didn't catch him. The stuff he did with Leftover Crack, too, was awesome. Yeah, was it was it just one song, or did they do yeah, a few? Yeah, it was just the one song that they put on the record, and then, then I think they did a couple live performance of some Operation Ivy stuff, like as B-roll songs oh, they okay. did, and that, yeah, was, that was just really cool to see him back in it. Fuck yeah. 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 So, back to touring, um, when you guys are on tour, what's your favorite road snacks? Road snacks. What are some must-haves? I enjoy some fresh fruit, kale chips. You know. Kale chips? Yeah. Going in with the healthy you know, shit. Yeah, because otherwise you're, everybody's got to stop every 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, quinoa, yeah. um, you know, tofu, uh-huh. fried tofu. No. Uh, our trumpet player, Tony, he doesn't eat anything. Yeah. And this guy eats like seven meals a day. Like, <laughs> he's like the, the hobbits. Like they have free breakfast and breakfast and free lunch. That's hilarious. But, yeah. Because so. I eat a lot of fruit. Yeah, it's like you try to eat healthy, but then you realize even the healthiest thing is salt-laden garbage. Yeah. So, 
uh, I'd say pretzels are the safe choice. Nice. Um, let's see. Are you guys coming out with an album or planning on coming out with an album anytime soon? Yeah, we actually just recorded. A, we were starting the writing and recording process now, and we've already got a couple songs done, and um, we're hoping to get something out early-ish next year, if yeah. not. So how does writing look differently from when you guys were, like, 20 years ago, late 90s? Well, we do not get in a room together and jam. Ever? Right now, really, we, yeah. Yeah. right now it's we do it all through email, and the guys have a riff. They send it to each one of us. We put our own um, performances on that, yeah. and then we go back for a final roundup, and then we, we've, we're on song number three now. Okay. So we're playing songs that we've never played together before. Yeah. So it's kind of like covering our own songs when we play <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. We are that's playing hilarious. a new one tonight that's going to be on the compilation in October for the nice. Halloween thing on Cleopatra Records. Yep. And, Very cool. Um, so this kind of started us to write more songs after we finished that one, and now we're on song three, and we hope to get something done in the next nine months. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're all making a baby together. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys not live close to each other? Is that why you do it through email, or is it just schedules lining up? Right. Like, four of us live in San Diego still, and then the other three are scattered from Yosemite to L.A. to Colorado. Yeah. Is it your singer who's in L.A.? Or? Yeah, North okay. Hollywood, yeah. Okay. And That's Andy what here lives in Oakhurst near Yosemite. Okay. And our drummer, Steve, who's our original drummer, who was out of the band for a while, but back is back in the band lives in Colorado Springs. Gotcha. And he's lived there for That's a long time. That's pretty far away. Colorado yeah. Springs is an awesome place, though. Yeah, it's nice up there. Yeah. We, and we were talking about making this new record, and our trumpet player, Tony, said, we all have the time, just not at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. we're doing this approach, and we really think it's bringing out the best in our okay. uh, in yeah. our, in our musicianship. This guy works late. He can come home after you know, a shift, a late shift, and lay his bass out, yeah. tax down at 1 in the morning, yeah. and then send it to, Aunt, to Tony. And then Tony's our producer and he can when he's got time he can put it into the mix and send us a new update here's how it's sounding now great you know and then let's get the, tr the guitar on let's get the horns done you know so. so when the record's done i mean you guys won't even have really gotten together to listen to it it'll just be sent to you guys individually or what well i mean in the meantime we have shows here and there so yeah. like you know we're listening to it now you know we're talking about it now so it's a mixture like you know we're not jamming in a room like we used to like just hashing it out in the, right. in the rehearsal room right but we're still talking about it we text each other we have a, a text thread <laughs> like I, th I think there was a hard times article about this band text thread that made someone quit the band but we're like the opposite we have this text thread that's every night someone's texting some bullshit you yeah. know about whatever or hey, you know or, or this music stuff so yeah. we're always like chatting about stuff and you know it's we're like together but we're not you keeps know. you guys close yeah very yeah. cool yeah um so it sounds like you've got another job what do you do if you don't mind me asking i'm a restaurant manager you're a restaurant business. manager yeah so but, up near uh, yosemite somewhere yep uh -huh. i work at a brewery and a uh, restaurant can i ask you which brewery that is uh, we're called southgate brewing company okay very cool but uh, we're all engineers in the band and we all understand how to do everything like that so it's really easy for us to write and Form and stuff and yeah, send have, it off down the line. We have a lot of techies in the band. Van, Andy also does video filming and production, editing, and photography. Oh, wow. You know, he, he did our last video that we did 10 years ago. He filmed it and edited it. And uh, he's our, yeah, he's amazing at that. So Very cool. A lot of us are kind of techies, so, you know, we kind of, that the, the fact that the technology is there now it is great for us because yeah. we can just go figure it out. And Makes it a lot easier. Yeah. It was really cool. Like 10 years ago, I used to work with a lot with vans 
and Side One Dummy Records, so uh -huh. I've got a chance to do a lot of stuff for um, some of the bands that are here today, the Casualties. Um, as a recording engineer? As their as their video producer oh, okay. or editor. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've done Flog and Molly video, I've done a lot of this other really cool stuff, so it's really nice even here it is 10 years later to yeah. kind of do something for ourselves again. Who's one of the most memorable bands that you've worked with as a videographer? Gosh, uh, Gogo Bordello was, you know, Eugene was awesome. Yeah. Um, doing some stuff with Rancid every now and then was really cool. And uh, just the, working with the Warp Tour and working with all the other bands on there and Kevin and, and John over at uh, Side One, it was really cool. Yeah. Really cool experience. Very cool. Awesome. Um, so I'm going to wrap it up here because uh, I don't know if I have any more questions for you guys. Is there anything that you guys want to add? Oh, no. We're, we're stoked to be, you know, we, I see Dying Scene on Facebook. I follow you guys on Facebook and I see all, all the posts you know that you guys do and I, I think it's really cool that you guys keep everyone up to date on what's happening yeah uh, you know most of the new stuff I find out about is is from you guys awesome you know we're glad uh, to hear it thanks and, and a couple of the other ones but you know <laughs> I mean you know right? yeah so very yeah, cool we're stoked to, to meet you and be able to do this. Thanks for doing this uh, for us. I'm stoked to catch you guys in a little bit here. You got about an hour and a half before you go on stage. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll let you guys go. Um, so that's about it. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Dying Scene Radio. Thank you. Cheers. was I'm Not Dead from Buck 09 from their most recent LP which was I don't know, like five six years ago Sustain though was the name of the album uh, Bob stellar job again you knocked two of them out of the park in the oppressive heat that was my absolute first interview that I've ever done with the band uh, so forgive me um, but uh, again super nice guys very cool um, yeah, that song that you just played was about six years old, but uh, luckily, as they mentioned, they're in the midst of recording some songs. Maybe that'll yeah. come out next year. Cool. Um, but uh, very cool guys, again, to talk to. They were really nice. They said they try and, um, you know, 
do all the interviews that they can get just to keep this stuff going because they're just grateful at the the turnout that they've been able to do this for so long. Yeah. Um, they seem like really classy dudes too. Very. Like even in their performance when I was shooting oh, yeah. them, like they're, everything about them just seemed like really classy. Their brass section was oh, yeah. incredible. Yep. I love a ska band as a, a, a brass section that just gets as involved as the front man does. Right. Yeah, I ended up watching them long. I was just posted up in front of them. I got nothing but pictures of the fucking brass section. Again, go over and check those pictures out on Instagram. Instagram. Where check do you find them at? What's your handle? It's Dying Scene. Dying Scene? Yeah. Okay, Go nice. on to Instagram, type in Dying Scene. You'll find it. Very nice. But yeah, check out Bucko9. Um, as they mentioned in their interview, they're going to be on tour uh, coming up in January on the West Coast with Mustard Plug. So I'm definitely going to be there because I've never seen Mustard Plug. And I fucking love Mustard Plug. I love Bucko9. So that's going to be a killer, killer tour. Should be good. Yes. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, and I think that wraps up the show. Yeah. Nice uh, and quick. Stay tuned, guys. Uh, we hope you liked this episode, but we're going to be back with regular episodes in another couple weeks. I'm not going to get too detailed because I don't want to spill the beans, but uh, it's going to have some music provided by our good friend Chris Fox. Very cool. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed interviewing. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I'm really glad that you... Uh, you enjoyed that. That takes something off of me. Now I don't have to do interviews. Bob's the uh, now Dying Scene Radio interviewer. How did I get roped into this shit? I don't know. So keep an eye out for our next podcast. That should be coming to you a little bit later on this month. Uh, and also, we're going to be going to Punk in Drublick Fest. Uh, what is that? Uh, late October, early yeah, November? Yeah, that's going to be on October 28th. That's a Saturday uh, in Huntington Beach. They're calling it the Punk and Brew Craft Beer and Music Festival. And it is sponsored by uh, Stone Brewing from Escondido, which is a San Diego County brewery. That's pretty that's pretty good. It is. Uh, the tickets, I forget how much they are. I think they're about 50 bucks right now if you I grab them. I think so. And they said the first three hours was Until free Until 4 o'clock, you get free, free beer, beer tastings. You can't Which is that. insane. <laughs> People are going to be hammered. That should be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully they're all passed out by the time the main acts come up and I can get some good shots. So the main acts, we've got no effects playing that night and Bad Religion. We've still got Me First in the Gimme Gimmies, <laughs> Goldfinger, Strung Out, Ignite, The Dickies, D.I., and more. And, and we know, more. yeah, Guttermouth is going to be playing right. a, uh, a VIP show. Um, so hopefully I can go in and snag an interview from them. Uh, they were supposed to be my first interview, so I'm well prepared for that. There you go. <laughs> you, it's probably better. You probably want to get a few under your belt right? before you go talk to Gutterman. Right? So maybe it worked out for I the mean, best. and, you know, it was to be expected. I chose to interview Guttermouth. <laughs> and they wanted me to interview them after they played. I mean, I'm sure we all know where they were. I'm sure that would have been great. We'll get them, though. We're going to get you guys. You can run <laughs> and you can hide. We probably are too lazy to find you. Right. We also <laughs> got another um, uh, festival coming up here in San Diego. It's called Ye Scallywag Festival. So if you guys are down in San Diego, hit that up. You've got Pennywise headlining that with me first in the Gimme Gimme's again. Uh, the Vandals, Lagwagon, Strung Out, the Adolescents in Western settings. They're always fun to go see. Always. Um, and that's the week before, Saturday, October 21st. And that's a craft beer festival as well. So um, if you're not in La uh, Los Angeles and you're not going to go or the Orange County, go to the Huntington Beach one. Um, head down to the San Diego one and catch that. Really good job house cleaning, Bob. Yeah. You really wrapped that up with a nice little bow. Thank you. It's yeah. almost like you're a professional. <laughs> almost. Almost. We're but getting nowhere there. Nowhere near it. Nowhere near it. 
All right, that does it. Let's close out with uh, Channel 3. That was the first band we saw when we went into the festival. Yeah. They've got a new album up. Uh, they've got a new album out called Put Em Up. This one is Model Citizen. Until next time, comrades, stay safe. <laughs>